Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The bigger picture only on Money FM 89.3. Hi, I'm Willie King, and this is the bigger picture. It's been a year of wild reversals in markets. Bonds got burned and then rallied. Stocks created and then soared. And the world's global reserve currency, the greenback, first half of the year erased all its gains into the second part of 2023. Now, across the industry, the big story last year was a return to risk, which has pushed the Dow Jones Industrial Average to uh, to hit a fresh record high. Treasury yields also hit a fresh five-month low, while crude oil retreated after a brief bounce. So what drove all these returns for 2023? What could drive the stock market performance going to 2024? Joining us on the line as we unpack all of this is Kelvin Wong, Senior Market Analyst from Oenda. Good morning, Kelvin. Welcome to the first show of the new year. Hi, good morning, Willie. Really. Good to be back again and Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year to you. I mean, let's just do a quick recap of 2023. I mean, you have all the different asset classes, you know, having that surprise performance, you know, US stocks, bonds and interest rates as well. I mean, Kelvin, just give us a recap of what actually went on for 2023 and also the key drivers going into 2024 here. So let me start with this kind of a we call it remarkable performance on the benchmark US indexes in 2024. So what we could see over here is that one of the reasons primary driver is expectation. So at the start of 2023, most economies have projected a recession-like scenario in US. But however, that did not materialize, supported by a robust fiscal spending from the US government that led into a Goldilocks scenario for the US economy. Mm. So that actually kind of a, a reversed this uh, kind of a pessimistic expectation at the start of the year, which causes this kind of formal rally in the US benchmark stock indices, also supported by the easing liquidity condition in the US, especially in the later part of Q4 of last year. So that actually uh, explained this outperformance of the US benchmark indices against the rest of the world, mm. uh, led by the NASDAQ 100, which actually uh, had a remarkable return of 54% to end 2023. And this was actually pretty much driven by the AI productivity team play as well, which drove the uh, magnificent 7 mega cap technology-driven stocks by up by 98%. I mean, going into 2024 here, what do you think are some of these key drivers here? I mean, if you are talking about your magnificent seven, what are we watching out for as investors? Yeah, so for investors, I think primarily right now over here is that there's actually a kind of a ramp up expectation on further easing liquidity condition in the US. So if you look at the current Fed funds rate futures pricing as indicated by the CME Fed Watch 2, so that's actually kind of a divide from the 30-day Fed funds futures. So market is now looking at six rate cuts in 2024. Mm. So that actually gives us a stunning uh, a decline of 150 basis points. And with the first cut to come in as early as March this year. And the probability is being right now staying at 80%. So that's pretty much high optimism that the Fed will start to flip from a kind of a, a hawkish uh, stance in 2023 to a remarkable, uh, we call it a significant reversal to a dovish stance in 2024. But do not forget over here is that in order for the Fed to actually swiftly switch to such a dovish stance, there must be a shock to the U.S. economy. That means, i.e., there must be at least a kind of a recession-like scenario in right. the uh, first half of this year or, or early part of the second half of this year. 
So the key question over here right now is there's a bit of disorganization in market expectation. So yes, we, we expect uh, market is expecting a rather, uh, we call it dovish reversal in Fed stand. But on top of this dovish reversal in Fed stand, market is ignoring the possibility of a recession, a light scenario in US in order to trigger this uh, swift dovish reversal uh, for Fed stand. Why? And if you look at the current Fed set pricing, that means IE data compiler, where they pull and release earnings expectation of the S&P 500. So if you look at this year earnings expectation of the S&P 500, the market is actually looking at growth, kind of a growth estimate of I think 11% year-on-year earnings increase for the S&P 500. So that doesn't seem to be pricing in a recessionary like scenario. And I mean, I just want to play devil's advocate here. I mean, markets are expecting higher earnings this year. And you did mention there could be a possibility of that recession given yes. the rate cuts here. So what do you think are the contributing factors or the drivers which could actually lead to a potential recession for 2024? Yeah, so if you look at this Okay, so actually there's this private sector index compiler called the Conference Board. They do have this uh, U.S. leading economic indicator, which comprises a series of leading economic financial and non-financial components. If you look at the aggregate leading U.S. economic in the lead in short in U.S., has continued to slide in November. And in fact, their six-month growth rate of this U.S. leading economic indicator has gone to flash recession signal based on the latest data that it came in in November last year. Mm. So that's primarily driven by a potential deterioration of credit condition. That means, i.e., they are looking at a kind of a, a, a lagging impact from last one and a half year of higher interest rate environment hitting back into the real economy and as well as potentially there could be a slowdown in the U.S. job market as well. So there could be a slight chance, I would say around 20% chance that the U.S. may start to slip into the the recession coming forward into the second of this year. And also not forgetting over here is that this year is the U.S. election, president election, where we may start to see a bit of increased volatility in the second half of the year, especially when the Republican candidate may use the national security concern to actually put away that Lambas China policy that could actually uh, put a strain on the global geopolitical tension premium. Speaking of U.S. elections for the start of this year and this week itself, Kelvin, what are some of the key events or some of the indicators which you are watching this week? I mean, what potentially might stand out for you? Yes, precisely. Uh, so if you look at uh, for this week, uh, economic key point data will be primarily uh, focused on the U.S. So on Wednesday, we do have the ISM manufacturing PMI. December and on early Singapore time on Thursday that's 3am Singapore time you have the FOMC minutes so that's pretty crucial as well because market participants will be scrutinizing the thoughts of the US Federal Reserve officials especially when they start to actually increase the potential interest rate cut for 2024 from the initial uh, dot plot of 2 to 3 during the December FOMC meeting and as well as uh, we do have on Friday the flash uh, of the preliminary uh, Eurozone inflation data that's out on Friday for December. So that could be more or less primarily concerned about for uh, FX traders, especially uh, centering around the Euro dollar pair. And lastly, on Friday, we do have the all important US uh, non farm payroll data. So uh, markets will start to scrutinize the health of the US job market. Well, I just want to touch a bit on, you know, from the US market to talk a bit about. China, I mean, this is a eight-legged hairy creature which a lot of people have been avoiding. So this year, I mean, what's your take for the world's second largest economy and do you think there will be a recovery in 2024? If you look at the current situation right now in China, there are actually two things at play right now that is discouraging investors into the mainland uh, China stock market. 
as well as its proxy, which is the Hong Kong uh, stock market, is heightened deflationary risk due to persistent uh, property prices weakness, mm. and as well as geopolitical tension uh, premium that could actually see an uptick in the later part of this year due to this uh, ongoing U.S. presidential election debate that centered around the national security factor. Then uh, what we could see over here is in order to see a much more substantial uh, economic or real economic recovery in China, we need to start to see a bit of more aggressive physical uh, spending from the China policymaker. Because if you look at last year or so, one half year or so, so far the uh, stimulus measure that's being enacted by China is more targeted. That means, i.e. they do not want to actually see a flood of liquidity being pumped into the infrastructure spending, then is potentially that could actually be led to unproductive uh, property investment again right. that actually causes this uh, persistent weakness. So perhaps what we could see over here is that policymakers could be more powerful in terms of physical stimulus that direct towards an increase in consumer confidence as well as uh, a targeted towards, uh, we call it, more job openings as well. So that could actually potentially see a kind of a, a more substantial economic recovery heading in towards this second half of this year, potentially. We have been speaking with Kelvin Wong, Senior Market Analyst from Oenda. Thank you so much for your insights, Kelvin. My pleasure. Stay with Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.